Today's episode of the Alt Kings podcast is brought to you by X-Spectre. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Sai. He is the founder of Hadarian Dragons and the co-founder of Dragma Labs. How are you doing today, Sai? I'm good, thanks, Tate. Good to see you. Good to be on the Alt Kings. Um, yeah, happy to be here. So, um, yeah, I've, I've seen your show before, seen the high energy, and um, I'm, I'm feeling ready for it. <laughs> Very happy to have you. I've I've heard many great things about your project. You continue to build in this space. You are one of I'd arguably one of the OGs in this space. You've been here for honestly your your project's one of the longest building projects within this space from my understanding. And it's it's an honor to finally have you on this pro, uh, the podcast and I look forward to diving deeper into Dragma Labs. Now with that being said, what was the inspiration behind Dragma Labs and what kind of brought all of it to life? Um, yeah, well, firstly, thank you for, for your nice comments. I really appreciate that. Um, and, and yeah, secondly, going on to the inspiration behind Dragma Labs. I mean, to be honest, I won't, I won't go into all of the inspirations because for me, like kind of as soon as I got into the space, well, as soon as I became a kind of creator or project lead in the space, that was about no what was it, September, October, November, around that time, 2021. Um, and I think I think a lot of people do it, don't they? There's like two sides of the NFT space. You kind of have that um, uh, high energy kind of hype side of it, and then you have the, the kind of utility side of it and the builder side of it. And for definitely. me, I, it was the builder side that I gravitated to, definitely. Just because Hedera, it became apparent very quickly to all of us, I think, that um, there was a lot of potential for real use cases for the NFTs. And, you know, if you're going to build on a network that can give you all those use cases, then why not Why not try to um, to build some of them and leverage some of them? Um, but, yeah, in the early days, I did ask myself a lot of questions about the NFT space in general. I'd been on Ethereum and Solana, um, not so much Solana, but more on Ethereum uh, with NFTs. Um, and, and, you know, you ask yourself questions about, like, how do you make a project that's sustainable? How do you um, develop a real brand that has the, fa- uh, the fundamentals to, to survive on the long term and really become something special beyond um, the kind of speculation era of NFTs, right? Yeah. Um, and, and lots of the kind of problems I saw, like I had lots of questions and, and many of them went unanswered for a long time and then Dragma Labs a lot I, 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 that's how i describe it to people i've got a shelf full of questions that i haven't been able to answer and i kind of save them for a rainy day where i can or where i'm driving long distance i'll just sit there and be like okay there's a problem let's see if i can solve this while i'm on this drive or whatever and and drag, like the, the shelves kind of are like fairly empty now with dragma labs because it kind of like killed many birds with one stone but the, the, the main real inspiration behind communify which is kind of the concept that underpins it um, although it sounds cheesy, kind of is the Hedera community and it is the Web3 community and the nature of Web3 communities. Um, what we hear about more and more is how connected we are with uh, the internet and all of these things, Twitter, like, you know, I'm, I'm closer to you guys than I am to most of my friends in real life. Um, simply oh, I feel the same way. Yeah, 100%. And, and um, yeah, yeah, you're my mates, right? Like, you're my yeah. community. And, and... When you actually, and, and we, all, we always hear the same conversations in spaces as well, 
this idea that, you know, if you actually look at all the people in a Twitter space and you think, imagine if all of us worked together, what we could do. And really, that's what inspired it. Like it, 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 the, the philosophical decent, decentralization, the idea of collaborating with a, a bunch of different people with a bunch of different skill sets just to build something really cool, uh, leveraging modern technology and hopefully preparing ourselves for careers, continuing to leveraging that, leverage that, um, that technology um, and, and build brands with the technology. Um, Definitely. Doing I mean, if we all work people, together at the end as, of the as day, as opposed to as an island, like doing it like with the community and and empowering the community to be a part of it and to to, to leverage it to, to to build off it, that was really the inspiration behind Communify because we have the technology to do it, we have the community to do it. So you know, it's it's and, and this thing like if like we're stronger to be, together, like it's been a thing for centuries, right? But you don't really see it much and. I see an opportunity for it, so we're going for it, right? And we've we've found our partners, we found people with common interests that we're starting off with. Our core team is purely a collaboration, so no one is on a salary. Everyone's just in it together to build this really cool platform, and we'll get paid what we deserve from the platform. And um, and the partners are kind of the next layer of the onion, where we've got collaborators from different projects going to work together to build out use cases that each of our projects can benefit from and then you've got other projects on the on the next layer we can reach out to them and give them use cases on the platform and then you've got the community who obviously by having this platform that has shared use cases for all of these different projects um it means that you benefit the entire community as well and you provide a platform where the community can just unite and have fun um so that's the idea i mean we haven't really talked about the the what the platform does exactly but that's the inspiration is we've got great community we've got a, a lot of talent let's bring it together let's create a platform that can mutate with all of this um fun and talent and and community that's incredible i mean if we all work together at the end of the day we could probably build something like hedera i think um, yeah so let's do it let's yeah, do it <laughs> that's true why not build on it rather than build it itself yeah so Dragma Labs, in a sense, is a community-driven ecosystem that facilitates brand development through shared token economics. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, shared token economies, right? So economy, you're right. What, what we, everyone can still have their own token. Everyone can still have their own ecosystem. But by having a shared token economy, we can generate use cases and, and, and value for their tokens because, you know, um, we can all... The community can rally around these use cases like gaming um, and entertainment and have fun with it and use all of these tokens that we've got on Hedera token service. And we want to bring use cases to everyone and to communities and, and, you know, affordable, accessible. You don't need to, like, spend thousands of dollars to, to bring a use case to your project anymore because a Communify is going to be the start of shared use cases that everyone can leverage. Because, you know, like, it's, it's hard to build in isolation. Like we've got a lot of islands and, and, and we're trying to build, like start this creation of continents where we can have stability, strength and innovation together. Start the beginning of Pangea. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you have about ultimately like the, the, the potential of this idea, we don't know what it is, right? It's and, and yeah. like a lot the of possibilities are endless. <clears throat> yeah. The possibilities are endless. And, and obviously some of those possibilities are very ambitious, like, it's very kind of ideal, uh, idealistic what we're doing, 
But at least on a basic level, we know it's going to work because we've already got the buy-in from different projects. There's already other projects that aren't part of the partnership that we're we're working, we're developing assets for and 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 collaborating with. Like it, it's happening. So we know it's happening at some level. It's just a question of where, where will it go? And we're happy to kind of just ride that wave, really. That's very exciting. So you're, you're partnered up with about 10 projects currently speaking. How will these projects implement themselves within Dragma Labs? And what will their roles really play out within you know the whole entire economy based around Dragma Labs? Okay, so the partners... Um, the ones that we have to start with, so we have Gen 1 partners. It's an open partnership that we intend to, to grow over time and have open to other projects within the community and brands. Um, <clears throat> the partners that we have to start with are, have specifically been chosen essentially by me because, um, you know, it starts somewhere, right? I don't want of it course. to be on me, but this is where it started. I know them all really well. I've got to know them. I speak to them regularly, and I know most of them since pretty much day one in NFTs on Hedera. Um, and they're people who put a lot of time in, they're builders, they, they're here to innovate, they really care about their communities. They've got so much skin in the game that I like. I don't think it would be profitable for them to rug kind of thing. Like They're, they're yeah. just projects that I see as just pillars of the community that I, I see st sticking around, um, that I can depend on. Um, who are open-minded and they realize the benefit of what, you know, it's easy to say, I'm all about community, I'm all about collaboration, but, you know, um, spending some time in the space, you realize who, who's who's just saying that and who really actually does it. And, and these are all teams that are proven that they are willing to tear the walls down, work together for the benefit of their businesses and for the community. Um, and so... That's why they were chosen, is, is that they're, they're, they're diehard builders who grind and really care about creating a, an amazing Hedera ecosystem. Um, you mind running them by me? What are the 10 projects by chance? I know you've released yeah. nine so far. You don't have to say that 10th if you don't want well, to. When's this releasing? I'm, I'm going to be... be uh, give it about a week and a half, two weeks. You'll probably have that 10th release by then, so you might as well. I yeah, think you I have the time now. Um, I'm, I, it's sometimes a bit difficult to go off the top of my head, but Hedarian Dragons, obviously, is the, is one of the founding ones. Elysian NFT, um, Ethan, who's behind Elysian NFT, he's uh, the co-founder of Hedarian Dragons. Um, Bar Punks, Nigel, who's behind Bar Punks, he's one of our coders who's working on the, the Dragma Labs platform. Um, and then we have Meta Zombies, we have Potluck Protocol, uh, Pandamania, Creamies, Cyber Hedera, Rooster Cartel, and the last one which we're announcing this evening is Atlantis. Nice. Those are all respected and well-rounded projects, in my opinion. And I think that... I, I look forward to hearing more about what they'll be able to do within Dragma Labs and what their their roles will more or less play out to be. Yes, yeah, so, so, so the pitch to them specifically is we're going to build use cases together. And obviously, we're, Drag, the Dragma Labs team to start with is going to be pushing that. We're going to be pushing the, the, the initial use cases. Um, so we're going to be building those and they're going to be able to benefit from them. So with our marketplace suddenly they'll have a, a networked, connected community marketplace where they can use all their tokens and their community can spend all their tokens, um, as well as everyone else who's not a partner, but they uh, they, they have voluntary fees, the, the partners. We will be pushing for high fees because we think that's good tokenomics, 
um, and we want to give more rewards to to our to our holders because we do have NFTs for the project and they will be um, benefiting from the revenue streams for the protocol. Um, but um, the the idea is for, for the the benefit to, to, to the creator, to the project, is that we bring use cases to them. The benefit to their community is we bring use cases to their community. Um, and um, what we expect from projects, uh, the expectation and kind of commitment that they've made in becoming partners is that they are willing to tear down the walls. We're not expecting them to, I, I'm not going to like launch Dragma Labs and go to Creamies and say, right, I want all your code now. <laughs> it, just, it doesn't yeah, work no. like that. Like it's got to be a yeah, process. Definitely. And and this this partnership has to develop over time um but the idea is that in principle all of these projects are willing to to pull down their walls work together and you know like each, each of us we do need to develop our tool sets and it's pointless for 10 different projects to develop the same tool why don't we just pick we could pay a tenth of the cost to pay for it to be created on one platform that we can all share that uh, we know will get traffic because it's a platform that that has shared use cases for the entire community um, and make it affordable, accessible for everyone and, and guarantee that people will use it because, because of that community element. Um, so lots of benefits for them, lots of benefits for the community, but the requirement is, is that, yeah, you have to be willing to collaborate. It can't just be words. If you're not willing to collaborate and you're not, and you're not being a good partner, then we expect our holders to vote, vote you out of the partnership essentially um, because the community will, um, with the NFT collection, and we can talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but with the NFT collection, the holders will be driving um, uh, who, who's a member of the partner, who we're launching, who goes on our marketplace, who we incubate. That's that's going to be down to the community, community predominantly. So so. It's, it's kind of like a DAO, you'd say. That is um, yeah, you could call it a DAO. around from the NFTs. Yeah, we're not calling it a DAO yet. Um, we we're still working on what we'd like, how we'd like to frame it, um, so that we're not getting our community any, in any trouble or ourselves. We don't think um, um, DAOs are necessarily uh, yeah. the answer. Um, but uh, yeah, essentially, a council, I'd say. Then, in other words, yeah, or at least like a panel. Um, gotcha. Right? So, uh, not every decision will go through the community. We don't want to make decision making boring uh, we want it to be fun again yeah. every element everything that we're doing every every thing you do on the website we're trying to make it fun we're not trying to create like a stale boring like uh, overly analytical website we're trying to create a platform that's fun um so uh but the 1500 nfts the the, the dragma founders tokens um that, that that's the collection that we're initially launching and that's what um, kind of constitutes the holdership, and, and yeah, the idea is to have a, a, like a fairly early in our roadmap, we plan to have a voting protocol so that anyone who wants to to be on our launch pad, they can be, and we can we can we can incubate them from mint to market. We, and we intend to do that. We intend to onboard a lot of Web two artists. We're already working on that to to get them launched on the on the launch pad. Um, but mint to market, we can mint for them. We can market for them. We can have a feature in our gallery. We can. Um, introduce them to the rest of the the players that are involved with Dragma Labs. We can, and then if the community wants to launch those projects and wants us to go through that process of incubation and things like that, then as soon as they apply, we put it through the voting protocol. The community says yes or no, and once they say yes, we we put that through and and, and they launch with us. Um, if they say no, then 
sorry, like that's just the way it is. It's community led. Um, and hopefully by having a really good holder base, like toward, like hopefully towards 1500 holders, hopefully that will also act as a kind of community verification process as well, because, because it's them who you've got 1500 people or, or potentially 1500 people, um, doing their due diligence and assessing how good a project is and how, um, how much of a potential rug it is essentially. Right. Yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, um, projects that are launched with us, um, people can mint them more confidently than they might otherwise, because they've got that community sign off and hopefully projects will want to launch with us because, um, they're confident that they deserve that kind of community verification. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And it's nice to have those partner projects because it makes you more, more established and more well-rounded in regards to who you're connected with and who they are connected with. It just grows the tree and the branches exponentially over time. Absolutely. And um, what I'm curious about now is what was the whole entire idea behind launching the, uh, the Launchpad in the marketplace, considering that we have, we have Launchpad in marketplaces like Zeus, Hedera Sentient, uh, I believe Atlantis isn't necessarily a marketplace, but it is a launchpad. So will Atlantis actually be creating the launchpad for you guys, or is that already established? And kind of why are you entering this space where there's already a lot of, I guess, competitors, Would I'd say? What's kind of making that, what kind of pushed that for you guys? So, um Firstly, the, the, uh, one of the major things that we that we're offering is you can, if you're a creator or, or a brand, then you can launch or sell stuff for any fungible token, right? So you could use HBAR, Dragma, Source, HSuite, um, even uh, SD, the Stata token, um, HBARX. You can use any token you like. Uh, you can accept any token you like. Um, so that means that. You know, all those projects out there who are kind of building their own little marketplace, they can maybe not spend that $5,000 and just get it free, right? Um, and and the, the reward scheme that we have connected to that, the fact that through our gaming and other reward schemes, competitions, things like that, bounties, um, because of that, that element as well, it means that we create a really good tokenomics mechanism for projects. So normally, if, if I... If I release Dragma, the Hedarian Dragons token, to my holders through staking, and then I sell NFTs to my holders, all I'm doing is I'm decentralizing the supply of Dragma through staking and then re-centralizing the supply by selling items for, for Dragma, right? Which is not good tokenomics. Like eventually, my holders are going to say, hang on, you've got all the Dragma. <laughs> still how yeah. like, this, is, this isn't working this isn't how you build a tokenomy tokenomies don't work that way that's that's not a viable model for tokenomics but what we can do like for, for dragma for example anything that we sell for dragma we're going to have super high fees because what we can do is we can list stuff for dragma um hedarian dragons holders who are the whales in dragma can go and buy that stuff and then all of that dragma can be put into our rewards and redistributed to the 1500 holders of, of, of the dragma uh, founders tokens. So it actually creates an automatic redistribution mechanism rather than having an automatic recirculation, uh, recentralization mechanism, right? So uh, we, we, we're constantly, and, and we're not just gonna have the 1500 holders. If you're, a, if you're a holder of the dragma founders token, you'll have lifetime access to gaming and to the reward schemes. 
but there'll be subscriptions schemes as well. And, and we're going to be pushing hard to onboard um, Web2 through um, esports competitions, um, spaces, through advertising, um, reaching out to streamer, streamers as well, Twitch, and, and, and all those avenues. Uh, so people will be able to subscribe. And that subscription, again, like those people will be getting your tokens as well. So it actually works really well. If I'm Hedarian Dragons, what I want is everyone to have Dragma. I want everyone to have a bit of Dragma, to know of Dragma, and to transact with Dragma. Yeah, and what definitely. we're doing with, with Dragma Labs, the marketplace, the launchpad, and the gaming, is we're creating this automatic system where we're distributing your tokens everywhere. And you could, and every day you've got more holders added to your holdership because because of this automatic redistribution, rather than this like really clunky recentralization mechanism of just oh have some coins and then give them back to me, right? It's, so 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 firstly, we think that like the unique tokenomics mechanisms are very preferable um, through our, our reward scheme and the way that we've got the partners arranged. Um, and the fact that now everyone can now transact with these tokens, every HTS token is going to become very transactable on Hedera. Um, we're not charging fees in HBAR for those either. So if you're selling something for Dragma or for um, HSuite, the, the fees will be taken in that token. So the holders of the NFTs, the players in our games and other other competitions, they'll be getting rewards in any number of tokens, any number of tokens. Uh, we're going to have... Good, hundreds of transactions happening all the time, distributing all these tokens to everyone, right? All these tokens are going to be flying around Hedera suddenly, right? Um, so that brings a use case to the projects, that brings value to holders of those tokens and, and the holders of the NFTs that emit those tokens, right? So Hedarian, Drag like, Hedarian Dragons holders will still be the primary... Um, recipients of Dragma through our staking. So they'll, they'll still be in, a, in uh, the tokens that they're getting will have more use cases. But also, Hedarian Dragons, we, we're going to have our own ecosystem, just like every other project will have their own ecosystem. Yeah. While, while our fungible, fungible tokens come and mutate on Dragma Labs and create uh, and take up all kinds of use cases, and our NFTs, there's use cases for NFTs in Dragma Labs too, but mostly, well, uh, a lot of it's in fungible tokens. But because... We've got all those use cases for fungible tokens. Hedarian Dragons can now continue to be its own brand. There's less pressure for utility and speculation on Hedarian Dragons' brand. That can focus on being about dragons and storytelling and lore and its own gaming ecosystem. So it allows the speculation to live in, in the fungible token, as it were, and then the brand to, to be as pure and powerful as possible in, in the original in the in the brand ecosystem. Um, Will you be accepting uh, other payments, like in other cryptos or like USDC by chance? No, be, yeah, I mean USDC on HTS. Yes, we can accept that. Um, any, any HTS token or, or ported HTS token, we'd gotcha. like to. Uh, we've been in talks with Blade and and the other wallet providers. We'd like to accept. We'd like to have Web two on ramp so that people can pay in dollars or uh, fiat. Um, but that's definitely the route we're going. Like we're trying to build a platform that appeals to Web two people. Um, but the the, uh, the other thing I would say with the marketplace is our marketplace isn't a secondary marketplace. So actually, our marketplace and launchpad are both primary. The difference is our launchpad is for those kind of big releases where you want sure. that attention and that build up the countdown and and lots of eyes and then the marketplace 
is going to be more of a store, right? So one thing that we're doing um, is, it, I mean, our minting is going to be ultra flexible. So what we can do is if, if you're a brand and you've got some purchasables for your token, say that's lazy or whatever, or if it's Dragma, if there's purchasables for your token, um, we can actually give a choice. So at the moment, when you mint an NFT, there's say a thousand serial numbers and you get a random one. But for artists and for projects that want to create a store, that's not useful, right? Like trading cards. I've got a bunch of non-character trading cards that are to complement the Hedarian Dragons. The only way I can launch those at the moment is on lots of separate token IDs because there's no launch pad that will allow you to have one token ID, but people can choose which serials they want from that token ID. Makes what we sense. can do for artists, yeah. uh, like I can say, all right, serials one to 200, you can, you can mint randomly from serials one to 200, which are one design, uh, something else from 201 to 400. So you can actually have an entire collection which people can choose from but all on one token ID. So when you go to Zeus and the secondary markets, you can have all these different products still within the same collection. But when you actually sell it from the primary market, someone can say, I actually like that one. Like if you're an artist on Hedera and you're doing one of one pieces, you probably don't want a random mint, right? You want your, your followers to be able to pick the piece that really resonates with them. You can't do that unless you have a separate token ID at the moment on Hedera, which is useless because that's not a collection anymore. On, on secondary markets, when it goes to Zeus, it looks like separate collections, right? You want that yeah. to look like one collection, but maybe at the beginning, you want people to be able to choose. So we're bringing crazy flexibility to creators so that artists have a proper place that they can launch now affordably. Um, um, every, for everyone, it's going to be affordable. For everyone, there's going to be rewards. Every project that launches with us, they can know that some of the fees are going to go back to the community. Um, and yeah, they get that verification and all the all the rest of it through community voting. It's truly community driven. So, what do you consider affordable in regards to the launch pad? Like, what are uh, what will your the uh, the percentage you'll be taking through Dragma Labs be? So, for the launch pad, I believe it's five percent. I think that's as cheap as anyone, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, and for the marketplace, I think we're doing two percent or three percent. Um, pretty much in line with Zeus's secondary marketplace. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's so, a good point. Uh, and for incubation, we're talking like around 10% probably. So for incubation, we'll mint for you, we'll market for you, we'll launch for you. Um, we can do a gallery feature for you. Um, if, you, if, you want, if you wanted to do a thousand NFTs on one token ID and you want people to be able to choose serial one to 1,000, it's going to cost you. It is going to cost you because it means that we have to manually create a mint for all of those separate NFTs. So that is going to be on a little bit of a case by case basis. But the idea for us is that we're going to have transparent fixed fees for partners. It will be uh, voluntary to start with. And for all projects, if they're accepting a fungible token, a utility token, we're going to recommend high fees because again, that's good tokenomics. Why, why re-centralize your supply when you can, you can put it in the bags of lots of new holders? Why do that? It's just a no-brainer to have high fees. Um, but yeah, it's a good it'll, point. It'll be set at low fees, but they can, we're going to be able to change the fees. Like if, if you're a team, we, we're going to be able to automatically distribute. Every time someone buys an NFT for 1,000 HBAR, we can send 200 to yours, 200 to your mates, 200 to someone else. 
we, we, it's going to be so flexible. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, the, the fees, like we're going to, we're going to stay competitive, but ultimately like with the, it's really just about the product, creating a, a fun rather than the financials at this stage, we want to create an amazing game. It will be play and earn and play, uh, play and own, but it, the focus to begin with is on creating a great game that not just web three, but web two people can resonate with a real brand with real characters. We've got a proper mascot at the, who is the face of our game and our brand. And you're going to see him in our launch pad marketplace everywhere, especially the game, of course, but we're, we're creating, it's all focused on creating a great product that the community will love and bring lots of fun, lots of use cases that everyone can, can, can benefit from. Um, and resonate with. Yeah. And then, and, and, we will have to be a little bit experimental with how much rewards we distribute, how much, like, for example, um, to start with, we like for the entire time, a percentage of all the revenue that we'll get from the marketplace and launch pad, a percentage of that will be going to rewards, but we may have to kind of balance that obviously, because we have to survive ourselves, uh, in the early days, those percentages might be lower and like, because ultimately at the beginning, it's about innovation and fun. And over time, then it will be more about, okay, let's develop these revenue streams so that, um, you know, we've got the fun, we've got the brand, everyone's loving it. Let's start thinking about revenue streams for, for scaling, essentially. Nice. So speaking in regards to the gallery, will it be like a spatial gallery where you're able to actually interact, interact with it, walk through it, tour the place, or what is this gallery going to be looking like in a sense? The gallery is an interesting one, really. We, we, we've designed the gal a gallery already, um, but we're not really rushing it. It's more of like, we, we've got quite a lot of capacity in kind of the 3d world. Like we've got several 3d designers who are brilliant. Um, and, and myself who's not brilliant. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and we've got a uh, capacity to, to build these things. Um, and really we're quite, we've, we've got what we have now and we'll probably release it quite similar to what we have, although we might expand it a little bit, I think. Um, but the gallery and other things like we quite like the idea of an events venue as well. Like we've been reaching out to teams like Loco Lizards and, uh, um, Royal Clubbers because, um, you know, I'm not an artist, right? And um, we like the, the gallery for one. Like we see that as a thing for Web two artists that we onboard, for example. Like I, I was talking to someone that we were onboarding from Web two, a tattoo artist, the other day, and for him, having the gallery is something that he can, his Web two following, can kind of get some novelty out of. So the gallery, like not only the gallery but also the launch pad we're designing it so that it looks nice it's not just a thumbnail with a gif that kind of rolls over it's designed to look like lend itself to like good art uh, just like the gallery we want it to be something that web two people can go oh cool that's really cool like not only can you mint for us launch for us and i don't need to do anything except to send you artwork i can have <laughs> a link to my gallery and i can send that out in my newsletter and and people can come and visit it and they'll see like really I'm pushing the boundaries of innovation as well. And, you know, bringing something really cool. Um, so yeah, we're happy for the gallery to be fairly creator driven as well. Um, but we do have a base kind of shape. It's just designed to be somewhere that you can look about. Um, there'll be informational stuff there. Um, I haven't actually reached out on that 
part of it yet to who I intend to, to, to reach out to. But um, yeah, so you can introduce people to Hedera. Um, they learn about uh, what the technology is and they can just browse and have a look at the artwork. We're not planning on gamifying it necessarily at this stage, but um, um, we'll release it. Um, people can visit it. Uh, artists can give us some feedback and, um, and it'll be fairly straightforward for us once we've got the mechanics in place to, to kind of play with the design, make it, we could, we could we could have different wings to it that we could open for special exhibitions, things like that. There's all kinds of things that we can do, but um, yeah, you know, uh, it's 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 something that we can fairly easily adapt with uh, because the mechanics of it are fairly simple. If that makes sense. Makes sense. I really like how you pointed out potentially having like venues and stuff for people like local lizards and royal clubbers, as well as the various other music NFT projects on Hedera, yeah. like Dirty yeah. NFTs, Vicente with Vicizis. And there's, there's so many more out there. And I think that music yeah, the- and NFTs pair very well together in this day and age. And we have a lot of great, talented artists within Hedera. And I think having venues where they're able to go and maybe, you know, per- perform potentially a song or have a small concert, I think that's really a really cool well, yeah, idea you that would bring a lot more engagement. like coming to one concert. You could have a charity element to it. You can have other events. Yeah. Like essentially what I was thinking was like kind of like a festival type venue. Um, That'd be awesome. Um, but uh, I was like quickly corrected by my co-founder that that won't be quite as quick as a gallery. Um, but, but the conversation went well and, you know, like, uh, yeah, music's doing. Re- and that's the other thing. Like, again, re- uh, I've been reaching out to, to musicians saying, like, what does a mint look like for you? Because I'm not a musician and I'm not really a, much of a music consumer. So I'm not going to kind of pretend I am and try and make something. Um, so yeah. again, <laughs> speaking to these teams saying, okay, what should a music NFT mint look like to the consumer and to you? And like, again, having that choice of mint, we're calling it a select mint, which allows you to choose. Perhaps you could have an album and you can choose singles, and but still have it on one token ID as an album kind of thing, you know? And, um, and again, having those creator tokens and stuff, again, it all feeds into that tokenomy where, you know, um, everyone's getting all these different tokens and having loads of cool stuff to, to redeem them for. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, and, and yeah, you can possibly uh, use it in a launchpad. More... Sorry, say or again. Or not launchpad, marketplace. Say again, sorry? You can also utilize those tokens within the marketplace yeah. eventually as well, which will be really exciting to see because I've never seen that in any other marketplace. So, well, yeah, I mean, today, just, and, and that's the brilliant thing about a platform like this it allows so much opportunity to just spitball, right? Like it, it just you saying that I thought, okay, well, actually I could have an artist's track in the game and be advertising an NFT in the game, that, that song at a certain point in the game. And like, it, like, I mean, this is, this is kind of further on the roadmap, but you could have yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a song could start. And you could actually like comes with a pop up saying this person's playing. You click it, and it takes you straight to the marketplace where you can buy that NFT or whatever. Like, and, and again in, in a game. So, um, and that's that, that's how Communify comes into the gaming side. Um, <clears throat> like, what we can do is like typically there are projects out there that they go and kind of spend some of their H bar on NFTs and they raffle them to their community things like that. What we can do is like we can say to you for. For not very much H bar at all, we can say, okay, the old kings, you've got your brand, you've got your NFTs, obviously your kings. Um, let's make a king character. 
Um, very quickly, we can make a 3D King character for you, make it really cool. You give me a brief of what you've got in your head. If you can't do that, then I'll do my best to come up with something myself. Um, and and we, our team seemed pretty good at doing that. Um, but, um, okay, Alt Kings, let's create a king. What's it going to look like? Is it going to be an animal? Is it going to be human? Okay, we're going to create a king character. We'll create you a 3D avatar. We'll rig it. We'll create a, a, a cart for it. We'll set him in his cart, and you'll be able to... Anyone who's... Um, an alt king holder, you can airdrop that to them, or if you've got a token, you can sell it for your token on our marketplace, whatever you like. But we can create 500 of them for you, um, and you can airdrop them or, or get them to your community. And anyone who's got that, they can come and play the free-to-play version with your character. Or if they've got one of the Dragma collection, they can pay the competitive, com- competitive version with your racer. And we just, like, you don't need to go, okay, maybe we should bring out a game. Like, because you know, a lot of people are looking at themselves like, "Yeah, okay, what are our options with roadmap?" Okay, game. A lot of a lot of people <laughs> take that option, right? And and that's what they are. Yeah, you're right. The majority do said, think that. It's a lot easier said than done. But what you can do is just like, okay, well, actually, there's a game there. If we build a game, we've got to go through the whole process of driving traffic to it and get, making it success. Hopefully, um, whereas. There's a community platform there that the whole community is engaging with. Let's just bring some utility to our, our holders without having to do anything. I just give a brief, walk away, some an NFT, a bunch of NFTs falls into my wallet. Now I can sell them um, and and bring loads of utility to my, or I can give them away and bring loads of utility to my holders and 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 expose my we can have um, billboards in the game, we can have music, we can have we can make a track for you in the game if you want, expose your brand, bring more utility to your community, your community gets to play. With your with your asset alongside their friends, um, it's just a fun idea, and it's just accessible. Um, it's bringing gaming to everyone and game fight to everyone. We like we can bring more assets, and and I'm not going to go too far down that route. But mm. we're developing numerous types of collection to complement this as well, which again, like any brand can can get involved with, and it's going to be really really fun. The kind of collectibles that we're working on, I'm looking forward to to releasing them soon. Speaking about gaming, this is kind of my last topic that I wanted to discuss with you all at Dragma Labs. Is there any games in the pipelines that will be coming from Dragma Labs, or what can we expect in re- in regards to the gaming sector? Sorry, can you um can you repeat that? I just you broke up a little bit there. Uh, I was speaking in regards to just gaming. I was curious whether or not Dragma Labs uh, Dragma Labs had any games in their pipeline in regards to. Uh, that sector within your ecosystem yeah so we've got um our, our first release is going to be coming short like we're planning on launching the marketplace and launchpad um very soon i can't give a date yet but very soon after that as well um is the plan to release the game we're not releasing the game with the marketplace and launchpad just because it would just be stupid to try um it would just be a lot to manage just for the sake of emphasis really and, and and really we we want people to get to know the marketplace and launchpad before we put too much too many layers um on them there's just too much to to kind of digest. Yeah, you don't want to overwhelm them no exactly so yeah. the marketplace and launchpad will come out uh, probably exactly four weeks later uh the the game will will come out the first version of it again the, the game is going to be built over time because it is supposed to we do want more projects to have their races in the game we do want other tracks and and stuff like that coming out of it and and you know like we've chosen to as far as gaming is concerned for dragma labs 
we've assessed the market and we believe that the type of gaming that we're going for is is going to hit the sweet spot in terms of bringing value, fun, and community gaming to the community soon that we can all enjoy now, but also adopting a model that we think um, can easily be tuned to, to be marketed to the Web2 world, right? We're kind of calling nice. it like the Candy Crush model, right? Games that anyone yeah. can play, anyone can enjoy. It takes a bit of practice to master, um, but we didn't want to. We did a lot of proof of concept work on other games. Essentially, we almost built other games, um, at least in terms of proof of concept, to, to see what was possible. We had some great ideas, which essentially have just been put on a very, very, very high shelf for now. Like we're not even looking at them, but we spent hours and hours like looking at some proof of concept stuff, and we kind of thought the kind of typical one to one to three year roadmap for a game. Like it's just. It's very high risk for us. It would be very, right, very high far risk fetched. for our holders. And, 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 you know, like, I think it kind of depends on hopefully the web, like, hopefully uh, the market really um, broadening a significant amount by the time you launch. Whereas if we create something that is simply fun and accessible that the community can enjoy today, well, to us, that's value, right? Our community is like, we spend a lot of time in Twitter and Discord, things like that. And those platforms are great. But let's start making Web3 platforms that we can really spend time in, that we can really enjoy. And and really, that's what we think Web2 people want too. That like, They don't want the speculation that is here. There will always be a speculative element, just like there is in you know um, Counter-Strike, there's still speculation, right? But Web2 people are, are fun and, and, and uh, happiness and you know, endorphin driven, driven people and, and speculation, um, you know, that they're, they're not chasing it. You no, know, they want great platforms. They want places they can go to have fun with their friends. And that's what we're creating, um, for the web three community today and for the web two community tomorrow. It's exciting. I look forward to everything that's to come. Is there any way you can give us kind of a, a base underlying concept behind this game that you'll assume you're releasing? Or is that too much to ask for? Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, so we're, we're going to announce our last partner tonight. Um, you say you're going to release this in a couple of weeks. I could give you quite a lot, but I don't know how much I can give you. Um, what I will say is, yeah, so we're going to start uh, releasing uh, sneak peeks of our characters and our kind of family of characters in the game um, in this coming week. Um, it's a racing game. It's uh, very much trying to, it's got its own DNA, its own characters who are going to have their own personality and storyline, but it's kind of trying to play on the, the fun and nostalgia of, of your, your Mario Karts and your Crash Team Racing, that, those nice. kinds of games. Um, but at the same time, incorporating the kind of frantic, kind of fun, fast-paced craziness of more modern mobile games. So it's just supposed to, like bring back those nostalgic feelings that people had from playing games when they were a kid and, and the other collections we're bringing around it. It's just going to layer onto that. Trust me, it's going to be brilliant. Like nostalgia is something that we love and we think that everyone loves. Um, but at the same time, having that modern dynamic um, thing that, that, that modern web two gamers are, are really um, smashing <laughs> these days um, just to bring something really fun. Um, and uh, again, easy to play and enjoy and and have a giggle but um yeah something that you can get really competitive with as well 
Will it be play to earn by chance? Yeah. So again, um, we are the, the gaming isn't the only way that our rewards treasury will be distributed. But again, yeah, um, a percentage of all fee, fees we take from the marketplace and launchpad, um, and and some of the other services that we offer as well. A percentage of all the fees will be going to the rewards treasury. Um, five hundred of the fifteen hundred NFTs of the Dragma uh, founders tokens. Five hundred of those. Um, are going to be sold um, for fungible tokens. Um, and uh, all of the proceeds of those 500, all of the proceeds from that are going into the rewards treasury. Um, so to start with the game, again, it is, it is the, the main focus of the game is to build a great game. So um, to start with, it's the, the kind of reward system isn't going to be implemented. We're just going to be stacking and stacking the rewards treasury for when it is. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah by holding a token um, or by paying for the subscription. Essentially, you'll be unlocking. I mean, if every if we sell a collection for every single Hedera token service token on Hedera, then everyone will be getting a fractional amount of every token on Hedera. Essentially, seven tokens to start with plus H bar will be in the treasury. So. By holding that one NFT or by being subscribed, you'll be able to tap into those rewards. And then, you know, any number of tokens from then onwards, you're unlock like with that one NFT, you're unlocking kind of easy on ramps to pretty much any ecosystem that engages with the with the platform. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be really cool. And there's and there's gonna yeah. be other other elements to it as well. Like so, um, again with the game game fight part of it for any project and for us but also for the game itself you'll be able to obviously accumulate tokens go and spend those tokens for new game assets so you'll be able to accumulate game assets you'll be able to achieve things in game as well um unlock things so um again yeah it, it, it it's, it's it's important to be 100 percent focused on a fun quality product um but the play and earn element is going to be really cool because um we'll be bridging so many different tokens with this platform and and these users will be you know tapping into all these different communities by accumulating these tokens going to the marketplace spending them um and you know yeah just bridging all these different brands around this this cool rewards mechanism and and gaming platform um and then yeah different that's exciting to hear si. to yeah thanks yeah uh, yeah i mean we're super excited I look forward to it all, and I really look forward to this this game coming very soon. Um, that's really it from me. You've answered all my questions. Uh, if there's anything else you'd like to touch up on at the end of this podcast, now's the time to do so. Once again, I appreciate your time, Sai, and I really look forward to everything that's to come with Dragma Labs. Yeah, thank you very much. I mean, yeah, I appreciate the time being able to talk about it. I know like, perhaps it's a little bit difficult to follow because there's a lot to to digest um a lot in yeah. the making yeah there's a lot in the making it all makes sense once the platform's live and you're engaging engaging with it but yeah marketplace launchpad gaming gallery fun things that people in, can engage with and 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 that the community can drive don't um, forget about incubator <laughs> yeah and and, and, and incubate because it because we should have platforms that are designed to to onboard people and that are that work for artists we should have a good art scene on hedera as well um and and i would say as well we're doing a regular space every thursday 1 p.m eastern that's game changers and again that's it's just about fun you know like we had this this word utility being thrown around and it's, it's still thrown around a lot and you know 
we're a bit we're a bit bored of it, right? Fun is fun. Let's let's just have fun. Let's you know use our NFTs, have fun in the space, um, keep building on this amazing community we've got on the platforms that we congregate around. And and yeah, game changers is exactly that. Again, reaching out to other chains, learning from them, connecting different ecosystems, finding opportunity for collaboration and and yeah just enjoying the space finding the fun stuff in the space that is really working and learning from each other so that we can um build better fun is everything it is it is yeah i think well, we kind of like it, it's kind, it was kind of like a light bulb moment really and it, it and every day is almost more of a light bulb moment like fun is it's just obvious, right? Everyone yeah. likes fun. It's just obvious. I mean, in SpongeBob, F is for friends who do the, F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anyone, anyone and all down here in the Web three C. That's what yeah. I think we're like. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's corny, like, but he gets to the point. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I really appreciate this, um, and appreciate everyone listening. I'm sorry if I've been a bit. Um, kind of uh, convoluted because it's a lot for me. Oh, to, no, not at all. Tons of great information you provided tonight or today, Sai. And once again, thank you for your time. I really look forward to all of your success that comes down the road. And as you continue to develop out Dragma Labs and the Hedarian, Pro uh, Hedarian Dragons project, if there's anything in that you ever need, feel free to reach out. I'm here for you. And with that being said, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will next episode. Peace.